Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Quee here. We are back on the alphabet. We are tackling a brilliant song of Metallica's Leper Messiah. And it's not just going to be myself, it's going to be a guest as well. Just before we get to the song, the guest, please follow the show at please follow the show at metallica pod on twitter um, subscribe to us on youtube however you listen leave us a review on itunes patreon is there as well if you want to support patreon.com forward slash alpha metallica but uh yeah as i say i am joined as always by a musical sidekick we tackled cunning stunts prior and now he's back for a full song proper aiden how's it going man hey tom what's up it's doing doing good doing good out here in California? Yeah, I thought you were from Cali. I mean, that's the problem because it's like we were just saying before. It's like, I know you've been on for Cunning Stunts. Have we done another song? It's like I've spoken to so many mystery Americans for like yeah. half an hour and then, you know, we never speak again. But uh, no, good to have you back, man. And just refresh our memories. You and Metallica, how, how did it begin? Well, you know, um, being born in 2001, I kind of have, have to have heard Enter Sandman. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're born during... A, a certain period of history you just have to have known heard enter sandman or master of puppets or oh, nothing yeah. else matters and so you know growing up like that and also as a musician and having musicians in my family um you know i was just kind of around metallica and i got really into metal growing up and then um i kind of rejected metallica at mm. first i was like oh you know metallica they're i don't know they're yeah they're, they're, they're too all-encompassing out. aren't they yeah like, too, yeah yeah like Metallica is like the least entertaining of the big four. But mm-hmm. then um, like 2015, 2016, um, it just kind of like struck me like, man, why are they so huge? Like they have like such a huge catalog and so much history. I might as well just like learn about it. So I know what I hate. You know what I mean? Right, right, like right. I say I hate you, Metallica. You don't want to be wasting your hate, as James said. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so um, this was this was also... A catalyst was Rob Scallon's YouTube video, Every Metallica Song in Four Minutes. Yes. I watched that, and I was like, whoa, Like, there's so many cool riffs. Like, this first time I'd ever heard, that was just your life, or wherever I may roam, or whatever, you know, mm. awesome riffs. I was like, that's pretty sick. So then uh, I listened to every, every Metallica album in, like, one day. <laughs> Damn. And then I did it again, and I did it again, and I just couldn't get over it. And so then I fell in love with Load and Saint Anger and all the stuff that I'd never heard before. And then now I'm here, a Metallica freak. I saw him, I've seen him once last August at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're going on Metallica podcasts, like, you're in the gang yeah. now, you're obsessed. It's, uh, mm-hmm. there's, no, there's no hope. So MetallicaPod at gmail.com, again, as I said, there's the email, please get in touch. We've got two quick emails I want to get through. The first email is possibly the shortest email I've ever received here at Alpha Metallica headquarters from Hans Weston. This was 10 hours ago. Thanks for doing this, he says, loving it. Hans, I appreciate that, sir. I definitely do. And uh, we also got a message from Michael, slightly longer. Michael, apologies if I mispronounce your surname, sir. Filoninenko, I believe it's how you say it. We'll keep it to Mike. He says, uh, howdy, I'm really enjoying your podcast, which I listen to on YouTube. Obviously, Diamond Head had a huge influence on Metallica, as did other bands. But check out the song Sucking My Love from Diamond Head from their Lightning to the Nations album. It's a long song, but check out the riff at 46 minutes, um, at 46 seconds in the riff is repeated later throughout the song does that riff remind you of anything now i'll play the riff now for you listeners Now, obviously, Aiden hasn't heard that riff, 
But um, Mai says, to me, the opening and main riff of Seek and Destroy was a variation of that riff. And I completely agree, actually. It sounds very, very Seek. And I listened to the whole of that song, which is a long song. I think it's like eight, min- nine minutes. And oh my God, there's so many sort of the seeds of Kill em All riffs there. And I know Thrash Metal is very incestuous to a certain point. You're going to get triads. You're going to get chugging. You're going to get five hammering onto seven, etc. But it does kind of have that element to it. Uh, Mike also says, I wonder if Ride the Lightning as a title of their second LP was a tribute to Diamond Head itself. Anyway, he says, cheers, Mike, from Toronto, Canada. So, Mike, thank you again. And, you know, Diamond Head, as we've covered extensively on this show, I think we've done all their covers now. I think there's three or four. I think we've gone through It's Electric. It was possibly the last one, but I'm probably wrong there. So, Leper Messiah. I mean, if I recall, Aiden, I think I wanted us to do a song after the Cunning Stunts episode. Definitely go back and listen to that. And I think you recommended or you wanted to get into Leper Messiah. Why was that? Well, it's kind of like the almost like the escape of master of puppets mm-hmm. um only you know it's not hated like escape widely nope. is it's just kind of not talked about not enough people talk about leper messiah you're right um yeah. also in cunning stunts don't they do a little jam and they play a section of leper messiah and i remember yes. we talked about it and uh I, I just thought it would be a good idea to do this one because it's a good song <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're completely right. It is kind of the the runt of the master litter, if you will. I mean, I mean, arguably you could put thing that should not be in there as well, but kind of because it's the third track. Even though this is an eight track album, you know, a very short album, uh, Leper Messiah is definitely the least known song off that record. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's it's a fantastic song. I love this song for so yeah. many reasons. I mean, we'll get later into the the lyrical content, you know, dealing with TV preachers, evangelists. I mean, it's a blistering take yeah, on yeah. corruption in religion. You know, the preacher, the leper messiah, uses the tactics of a carnival barker to to draw yeah. in the crowds and you know use their money to feed his habits, etc. But for me, leper messiah was groundbreaking on on the guitar. It really opened my eyes, opened my ears, because it, it did two things in particular I'd never really heard done before on the fretboard. Um, so when the song begins, you know, we have the beginning, which I love. I mean, what do you make of Lars counting us in slightly off kilter? Yeah, the thing that always catches my attention is that as a drummer, and I've I've been a, like a metal drummer my whole life, mm. um, <laughs> one two and then one two three yeah. four five what like <laughs> it's so large you know what i mean it is, it is. <laughs> but it's so it's so good now and so whenever you know i play left messiah or whatever with my band or whatever we count it in like that because right. it's how left messiah needs to be done and they do it live still to this day yeah 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 um and it, and it clatters in you know that kind of riff upon riff the leveling kind of reminds me of justice a bit of death magnetic like it's quite mathy for master mm-hmm. of puppets which yeah, is quite definitely. a straight ahead fresh you know you know thing so um and then we, we're going forward we're going forward and then it gives forth to that insatiable groove of that riff the dun, nah, oh yeah nah, nah, nah. and that 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 was the first groundbreaking thing i encountered so it's the dun, nah, 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 nah. so it's that that note there the the c note i believe it is on the third mm-hmm, yeah it's the c yeah so so you know james is making the um f sharp f sharp chord on the e and then he's using his middle finger to play uh, so, yeah. uh, to play the note on the a i just ne- i appreciate a lot of people listening maybe don't play guitar or whatever but that's rare you don't mm-hmm. really see that and it gives it such a dissonant evil energy yeah i was gonna say that hand shape is like the black sabbath dissonant yeah. you know yeah, yeah, it's like it's proper carved over the top. It's proper gnarled, and I, I absolutely love it. And it feels very Pantera-esque to me. The main riff. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely has the groove to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, it's 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 irresistible. It has such rhythm. It has such pace. And I love how the song feels alive. The song breathes. So the song pulls out, and we just get the chugs, the dung 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 dung. Yes. The cliff underneath, still mm-hmm. the best. Mm. That that baseline, it's so subtle. Cliff obviously having so much in his capability could do so much, and yet. The one thing that I always think of when I think of how great Cliff Burton was is just playing, you know, what is it, F sharp and G, dun-dun-dun-dun, yeah. mm-hmm. in between each chug. That's genius. Yeah, yeah. It, re- it really, really is. And um, just there's so many movements in this first minute or so. And the second thing that I'd never really encountered on a guitar that I thought was brilliant is the, you know, I guess you'd call it the main riff, the down, just just the way that James is playing the, you know, the second frets on the A and the D string and just sliding them down, which is almost like... It's almost like a mistake. Like you never see things fingered that way on the fretboard either, and they're just playing with so many ideas. And yeah, I mean, Left Le- Messiah is just absolutely fantastic. It just has such chasms there, it has such movement. And James on top of the song, James singing, James enunciating. He just sounds so commanding as a frontman. He sounds very confident in what he's saying, mm-hmm. and he's like mocking you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's so precise in what he needs to say. And I feel like he's been building it up and he's like, this is his moment to say it now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, um, Spineless from the start is a brilliant opening lyric sucked into the bar. You know, you play the lead clown as well. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, when, yeah. when we get into the pre-chorus as well, playing with the the gang vocals, the please, please, uh-huh, these yeah. knees. And I don't know, it, it's, it's just very enrapturing, the song, really. You feel very tangled up in it. And it's quite a quick song i mean it's five minutes 40 so it's the second shortest song on the album it's eight seconds longer than damage inc although arguably damage inc's length length is extended slightly by the intro about intro, a minute yeah. or so you know it's quite a compact sort of song um but yeah i just really really adore this whole number it's dealt with such force as well him saying bow to leper messiah like it's such a Mm -hmm. yeah it's angry it's really angry and leper messiah i was just doing a bit of research for this um episode yeah david bowie didn't realize it was from a ziggy stardust yeah ziggy stardust he says leper messiah in it yeah yeah pretty interesting very interesting and um i mean another thing yeah uh to point out also is you mentioned um him sort of comparing the whole situation of religion to the circus. The circus comes down, you mm-hmm. play the lead clown. Yeah. Um, that's also seen again in Bad Seed on Reload. That's right. Which you've covered before. Yes, yes. He, talks, he compares it to like a carnival, you know? Yeah, he does. And I mean, he kind of, James in that song adopts a sort of ringleader, P.T. Barnum kind of um, mm-hmm. exposure. Yeah, that was a good early episode, actually, with Dave. I think controversially, Bad Seed might be my favorite song off Reload. It's definitely Bad Seed or Fuel, but I don't really... Somewhere out there, Clint Wells is tearing his long hair out right now. But, you know, <laughs> um, it's, you know, Reload is for me. We've established this. One of the things, again, doing a little bit of research into this song, um, I always consult Mr. Mick Wall um, with his invaluable tomes. And apparently, Mustaine has kicked up a bit of fuss about this song. Oh, Appar- yes. Apparently, he claimed that he wrote Leper Messiah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um I've heard a rumor of theories. I've heard people say that he wrote the he wrote the da 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 da, mm-hmm. and the most common one I've heard is that he wrote the da 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 da
yeah, yeah. That that moment where that's one of my all time favorite Metallica moments. I think that's so heavy, so exciting. Uh huh. I have like a personal connection with that part too. Is another reason I wanted to do Left Messiah because um, me and uh, one of the guitar players in the band that I'm in, uh, one of my good friends. Every time we ever go to a guitar center or like a, a guitar store where you mm. can plug in and play, we always sit next to each other, get two guitars, tune them to E, and we play that part, just that whole section. I do the I do the chugging, and he does like, you know, the strange sweeping but not really sweeping solo. Yeah, and then we yeah, both yeah. come together and we do the. We play that part every time, as long as I've known him. Every single time, we always play that part. <laughs> yeah, that 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 section is just yeah insatiable. Can't get enough of that section. And just from Mick Wall's book, so this is um, Hammer. Uh, Kirk laughed off Mustaine's suggestion that he should have received the co-writing credit for Left Messiah. Quote: Even though Dave might claim he wrote Left Messiah, he didn't. There's maybe a chord progression that within that song, like maybe ten seconds that came from him. That ironically is just before the guitar solo. But he did not write Left Messiah at all. In fact, I remember being in the room when Lars came up with the main musical motif, and you know, further evidence as well. I don't know if you've dipped much into the box set, the Master of Puppets Deluxe box set. Yeah, yeah, I have a little bit. I mean, it's on Spotify. I don't own it myself, but I I, I love the fact that it's fucking on there. And, you know, there's all these things. There's them playing Chicago. There's rough mixes. For me, it's all about James's riff tapes. I cannot oh, yeah, yeah. get enough of knowing that James's Explorer is plugged into this shitty four track and mm-hmm. the tone's dope though and he's just he's just coming up with ideas and I don't know if you've listened to the there's two Left Messiah ones on there I um, have yeah the first one is basically him kind of dubbing himself with the main riff it's a bit dronier without the swing of the drums and the second section is the sort of the middle section with the lead break um, just before we get into the solo the dun 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 but it's far grander there's way more harmonized there's way more harmonies you know it's a really nice orchestration of the parts and let's get to that sequence then because Leopard Messiah really doesn't outstay its welcome in any sense you know it just keeps going keeps going has a real propulsion to it what do you make of I mean we touched on sort of that breakdown riff the the guitar center riff but um, I love the way Kirk's solo just comes in like so many of Kirk's solos there's a real attacking mustane to it it's kind of like here it is but here it's very smooth the arpeggio is very classic uh-huh. yeah um that section once it opens up in a down 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 i feel like the song kind of the mood shifts because all everything before it is kind of not in a bad way but monotonous yeah. You know what I mean? It repeats itself, da, 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 mm-hmm. da, the same rhythm, and it's kind of like pounding it into your head like these James is barking at you. And then the song opens up and it gets grand, like you said, and you kind of get this idea of like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Something big is about to happen, and which it does. Yeah, yeah, it really does. I mean, really tasteful work from Kirk here, and you get the sense of just the song collapsing like it's so much more than just riffs and solos there's so much thought that has gone into this and it's all compounded by you know it's not an empty lyric it's a real stimulating lyric chain chain join the endless chain stinking drunk with power as well i mean it gets to the point where james is so frustrating at the end of the song that it's just got down to this monomaniacal syllable shout just lie lie you know that's yes. all he's barking so good that yeah like everything kind of just everything else is so well constructed like i said he feels like the narrator james has like you know bashing the the people of the religion and the religion itself but then finally it's just 
lie, lie, mm-hmm. lie, mm-hmm. lie, and just pounding it into your head so heavily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the post-solo riff is so goddamn strong as well. I mean, the song is just a barrage of, of fresh bombs. You know, you got the, the guttural drag early on, and then it picks up the pace as it moves forward. And, you know, I think I think everyone really loves Leper Messiah. I think, you know, everyone knows this fucking song. I remember... Um, I mentioned this before because we did this with Luke where Kerrang in 2006 20th anniversary did mm-hmm. a um, I don't know if you've heard that that cover CD I have. Yeah, yeah and uh, Fightstar covered Leper Messiah um, <laughs> yeah. you know Fightstar are they big over there no, no not so, at all no so um, I mean we mentioned this on the show so basically there was this big band in the early 2000s in the UK called Busted I don't know if you've heard of those guys. Maybe they Uh-oh. didn't transmit. So this giant boy band, I mean, literal, like, you know, the equivalent, like, sort of One Direction sort of thing. And mm-hmm. at the height of their fame, their main guy, I think he's called Charlie, Charlie Simpson. He left, joined a serious band called Fight Star. And, I, I, you know, I was cognizant of this all at the time. And when I found out the Fight Star did Leper Messiah, I was like, what the fuck? But it's actually quite a good version. I I, I think they do it quite just to the guitar. So I'm a lot, lot gritty, mm-hmm. a lot more sort of post new metal. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's not bad. I no, I've listened to a few other covers from various other Metallica worship CDs. You know what I mean? Right, yes. I heard one yeah, from yeah. a band called Nocturna or something like that. Okay. It's just like, you know, pretty true cult black metal, you know? Yeah, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Pretty yeah. grimy, pretty buzzsaw tone, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's interesting. And I've heard symphonic covers of Love Messiah, which I think are really good, very grand. I, that word keeps coming to mind, mm-hmm. is grand. Mm-hmm. It's it, very huge, very sinister sounding too, with the dun, 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 yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can really, you can really soak that. The song, song translates well. It does, it does. And, you know, I just searched Left Messiah, actually, on Spotify. And it looks like there's at least ten bands that have covered this. Obscura Luminosa, a band called Insano, uh, the, do- <laughs> the Dogs Divine, the Scorched Earth Orchestra, who apparently have an album playing orchestral versions of Metallic. Oh, they played the whole uh, Master of Puppets in an orchestral version. That's quite cool. So, yeah, little f- that's a little fun thing to do if you want to while away a Saturday afternoon. Just search a Metallica song on Spotify and go for all the covers. But, yeah, I mean, this, this is Left Messiah. Everyone fucking knows that Left Messiah rules, and it's been played it's so good. 117 times live by the band, so quite often. Yeah, they, good number. Yeah, they first performed it in 1987, uh, August 20th, uh, that was in London, England, and they last performed it October 27th, 2018 in Buffalo, New York, so they last performed it less than a month ago. You know, it's still yeah, in the yeah. sets, people still want to hear this song. I mean, any anything else to share on Left Messiah? Um, one thing too is to mention is during the da 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 na na, um, the drums kind of are breathed freely without it. Like they, the guitars keep the da 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 na da da na na, but like, um, Lars is da 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 da. You know what I mean? He does all the da 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 da. He does all these Lars isms. You know what I mean? That are never same the second time he plays the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the spaces on where those large systems can fit, they need to be there, you know what I mean? Because the drums are catchy in themselves without the riff. And so together, it's so memorable. Yeah, it's funny you talk about the Larsisms. I, I, you might have seen this guy on YouTube, Josh Stefan. Um, yeah, he yeah, does pop. Fan. He does popular songs getting Larsed. Um, mm-hmm. I, just, I just discovered him recently. Very, very good sort of um, yeah, Larsination of, uh, yeah. of of big uh, big metal songs. And as always with the show. 
uh, at Metallica Pod. We reach out. We see what people think of the songs. Thank you to everyone that got in touch. Uh, Master of Puns said, even as the weakest song on Master of Puppets, which personally I disagree with, I think the thing that should not be is nowhere near as good a left Messiah, but, you know, that, that's your opinion, Master of Puns. He says that he kicks so much ass. Nick McCoviak, great friend of the show, says an underappreciated song, very poignant lyrics. Luke, Luke who I mentioned before, we did the uh, cover CD, Karang One with. He says, one of my favourites on the album, definitely underrated. Marcus says, the riff at 3 minutes 14 is my ringtone. Enough said. Uh, Ulrich's Hairline, which is a brilliant handle, says, uh, always loved it. Has become one of my favourites of Master of Puppets, especially the witchery weakening, seize the sheep are gathering, set the trap, hypnotise par, absolutely kick ass. Um... Fred N says, I know it's about televangelists, but I'd like to think it's about politicians. Make a contribution and you'll get a better seat. And he also says, the transition to the galloping riff before the guitar solo never gets old. It's my favourite breakdown they've ever done. I also love the palm mute outro of the solo. Yeah, absolutely agree. I think this has some of the top Metallica moments in my eyes, Left Messiah. I think it's, you know, again, one of the more slept on tunes. It's not going to be up there in most people's top 10, top 20, something like that. But I think altogether, it is an absolute triumph. And um, any 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 closing thoughts on Leper? Any closing thoughts? Really, it's it's very funky, it's very heavy, and it's very thrashy at the same time. Some of James's angriest lyrics—they're very fun to dissect. And yeah, it, it's almost from a personal level, like the God that failed or Bad Seed. You know what I mean? Sure. Like this is James's true anger dealing with you know the events of, with his mother and his yes. view on religion at the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Leper Messiah—it goes hard listen to it <laughs> it does it does i think james is religious though now i think he yeah he found god yeah, yeah, right yeah. i think he's but they still play the song now so they do yeah i mean you know it, it can still be under a guise a pretense perhaps and you know he's kind of going he's not going at religion per se more kind of you know those who pay yeah him. the corruption within religion Ex- exactly exactly so and um, america america and religion at the time you know what i mean when they were writing this was you know the the money yeah. Like send more money to the churches, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, sort of mega church as yeah. which, which I guess still happens. But back then, yeah, you're right. It was a bit more pronounced and uh, and stereotypical. So, um, as we always do, we'll close with some quick fire questions. Aiden, um, what is your favorite Metallica song? Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, easy peasy. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, can't can't really... over Orion. Oh yeah. Okay. Any day. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I, I get I'll get ostracized for it, but Call of Cthulhu is way cooler than Orion. Damn! I guess it might be a bit cooler. I can understand cooler. It's so definitely. evil. It's so evil. It it's the most evil thing ever. Is. And they don't let that riff go as well. They just let that riff play. I love it. I love that they just uh, they snug into it. So, um, what about favorite album of the band? Master Puppets, probably. Yeah. Master Puppets is the best metal album ever made. Yeah, you're probably right. It probably is. Yeah. It, it's so encapsulating. If, if someone asked me what what is what is metal, that'd be one of them I'd show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite member? Ah, uh, Jason. Jason. Jason, come on. Jason. I mean, uh, I mean overall, like, fire, how but... can you not? How can you not say James? Really? Like, yeah. of course. Like, the true answer is James, and you're lying if it's not because he's he he he's the best. Him and Lars, you know, they've been through it all, and you know, obviously, no discredit to Cliff and Kirk and everyone, but James really, you know, what I mean, has been through it all. Yeah, and he's always been the awesome front man of Metallica with the great down pick. But Jason always has a special place in my heart. Yes, Jason he was a great really answer. he was really good. I'm waiting for someone to say Rob, and I'm like, but you mean James? They're like, no, I actually like Rob more than James. I'm like, well, there, oh. we, there we go, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like they love that murder one. Like, I mean, you know, shout out. Yeah. To that. So, um, what about um, seeing the band live? So, seen them before? 
Yeah, yeah, I saw them in August 2017 with Gojira and Avenged Sevenfold. Nice. And, and Mixmaster Mike, was he there? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay, okay. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Um, and uh, we may have spoken this before, but a podcast, if you do a podcast like this about a band, what would you do it about? Metallica is definitely the band that I am the most obsessed with. Yeah. And, you know, the most There's too many. There's too many, I'm details, afraid. But yeah. I am, I'm, really into, I'm really into Mastodon. Mm. I'm really in, I'm really into I'm really into Slipknot. Mm. You know. Uh I don't know. I, I really don't know. I like the killers a lot too. The killers? Okay. That's so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Probably I mean, Mastodon. Samstown is a fire album. That's the only record it is I really know. But that that's a good record, yeah. Check out their first one, Hot Fuzz. It's yeah, I'm aware of it. Yeah, I mean um Mr. Brightside's a pretty much a meme. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much a meme in UK culture. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. a song that everyone sings, millennials sing and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um yeah, shout out to Slipknot as well. Slipknot have always been one of those bands that have sort of passed me by. And then I actually listened to when um the Metal Your Podcast guys had Jay on. Uh, their drummer that was a really good episode so i oh, sort of cool. went back and listened to slipknot's debut which is oh, re- yeah. really good Pros- ferocious prosthetics are you kidding mm-hmm. me that song's fu- like yeah yeah it's real out there challenging records so yeah those are some um some good choices man i guess finally how do people get you um and is there anything you'd like to promo as well uh i guess yeah on on instagram follow uh our band my band called trilobite band <laughs> i'm sure you can tag it or whatever mm-hmm in the description and stuff um our first ep is coming out by the end of the year we just got done with some studio time okay awesome. and yeah you can find us on instagram and from there you can find you know our releases and our shows and stuff like that if you're interested in that all right all right well as always follow the show as well at metallica pod uh patreon is there itunes i am working on a few people have asked me because i mentioned it in older episodes i am working on my complete ranking of system of a down's discography um i have ranked them and i am making notes and that'll probably be out in the next few weeks so definitely look out for that as well um subscribe to the show I will be doing a Some Kind of Monster episode soon, hopefully before the end of the year. Um, Just need to, again, have the time to make the notes and get into that. But we will be here week by week going through the songs. We have Little Dog coming up next from Lulu. Then we have Lords of Summer, Lover Man, Low Man's Lyric. Mama Said will be released on Christmas Eve. And then on um, New Year's Eve, Man Unkind. And that will see us into the new year. And the first song that we tackle in 2019... Master of Puppets. So Ooh. I don't know what sort of merciful fate has conjured us there, but um, it's a nice coincidence <laughs> uh, nonetheless. Um, but yeah, Aiden, thank you again, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, Tom. Hey.